Alright, well hey guys, welcome back to another episode of More. Uh, this is a this is a special episode of More, as I got Brother Lintrell next to me, and uh, uh, he just got done just bringing it, man, bringing the Word of God <laughs> in chapters 3 and 4. Uh, and man, you did a good, I want to say publicly that how proud I am of you and uh, how seriously you take the text and how good of a job that you've done. Um, that was it was it was it was fun for me to watch and be a part of. So yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving me the opportunity to, and uh, thank you for investing in me, and I really appreciate it. And thank you all, Berean family. All of you were very supportive, and I really appreciate it. It's not an understatement when we say the Berean family. Yeah, we really are Berean uh, a family. That's good, man. And so yeah, thank you all, and praise yeah. God to God be the glory. And by the way, opportunities aren't given, they're earned. And you earn that opportunity, now you've earned more. So, good job, dude. So we are, again, we're in chapters 3 and 4. Um, enough of that little bromance moment. <laughs> it's probably time to move on to more. Um, I know you guys have gotten used to kind of, Joel and I kind of arguing and have these little, you know, quarrels that we he starts. And, uh, you heard what I said. Um, uh, so, so this is probably a little And the good news is we are going to Chipotle tomorrow. Praise be the God. I agree with the last part. Praise be to God. The first part, <laughs> it's not true. So let's get back to some truths, the word of God. Uh, before we do that, let's open in a word of prayer. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for uh, Brother Lentrell and his family and the sacrifices they made this week. Hey, not just preaching three services, but speaking Wednesday night and all the things that went along with that. And then his, his duties here at Berean in the middle of the week. This is a busy week. So we just thank you for the stamina and for your grace. Uh, God, just pray that you will just uh, open our eyes to see clearly the things of your word as we as we look to go more and go deeper in it today. In Jesus' name, amen. I think it will be good to just set back verses 1 through 5 before us and really kind of just start with this idea of when Paul says, you know, milk and meat. Yeah. And so let's read verses yeah. uh, three, chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. Paul says, But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as pe- people of the flesh, as infants in Christ, I fed you with milk and not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now you are not ready, yet ready, for you are still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and, be- and behaving only in a human way? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? And so a lot of times when we hear this text or when we can hear this text preached by pastors, there's often a lot of times emphasis put on milk and meat. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe you should just speak into that a little bit. What is Paul saying yeah. here? What are some takeaways from this milk and meat? So I'd say the evidence of the immaturity that he's calling out here is how quickly people are jumping on bandwagons of different leaders. Mm. Um, just to drive this one home, to, apl- to apply it to ourselves, I'll just say, you know, it's like church hoppers. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting what I need here, so I'm going to go there. I'm not getting what I need there, so I'm going to go here. Mm. And, you know, if it's, if it's a church that's preaching the gospel... Um, and correct doctrine and uh, you know it could be that that church is lacking something that God has placed you there to yeah. bring yeah. Um, Paul's saying here to the guys like, here's your evidence of your immaturity as you're following Apollos you're worrying about the wrong things mm-hmm. and you, you brought that up and you discussed it 
did a great job with it, so I'm not going to add a lot to it. Um, but, but essentially, Paul's saying to the church in Corinth, like, listen, I took you to the pool. You wanted to sw- swim in the deep end, <laughs> but you were drowning over here in the kiddie pool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and again, the evidence of this, the immaturity, is how quickly we can jump on one bandwagon or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paul, I, I, you, you, you dealt with this, too, in these two chapters. He's, you know, the idea of this building the foundation and then having other people coming and building upon that foundation, it's like, you know, what message is more important, that first evangelistic message or the uh, the messages that come on after that for our sanctification? And the answer is, well, yeah, they're, they're equally as important because without the foundation, you have nothing to build on. Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 there's, there's a false dichotomy, I think, that even in the church in Corinth may have kind of... Um, had to wrestle with of you know that that first gospel message and then the gospel message as we go on in our walk and yeah it just makes me think about how in certain situations throughout our lives can really expose immaturity you want to just give us a few few examples of what areas in life what situations expose immaturity in believers oh yeah sure i mean again it goes back to like with his point paul's point here in in the church of corinth and just getting divisions in the church and you know going to this camp or that camp or whatever um but there are some real applicable ways that we're seeing it right now um and it, and it has to do with, well, I'm just going to get real controversial here. And I'll, mm. so send your letter to Lentrell. <laughs> is it Lentrell? L. Abston? Or L. Abston. L. Abston at BereanFamily.com to express your uh, how upset you are with what I'm about to say. <laughs> you know, we have a presidential election going on in the United States right now. Big surprise, right? Uh, and in some ways, we kind of expose some growth areas mm. when, when we start attacking one another. Um, uh, in the church over over issues or over politicians and things. Now, I'm, what I'm not saying is that Christians shouldn't have a voice in America. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we are pilgrims here, and, and our home is heaven, and we are Christians before we are Americans. Uh, but God does have us here in America, mm-hmm. and uh, the way we do our government in America is unique to this country, and, mm-hmm. and we should speak into issues. So that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But when we start throwing stones and making judgments over other people, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, something that we have to be very careful of is, uh, you know, are we are we saying that, hey, if you're not of this political party or that, that you cannot possibly be a Christian. Mm-hmm. You cannot possibly be a follower of Christ. Listen, you know, there's there's a lot of things in this world that we could say that about. But we're, we're, we're taking now on what what's only for God to do is to mm-hmm. judge somebody's motives and yeah. their heart. So we got to be real careful of that. Yeah. Um, and, and frankly, that's I think it's pride kind of lashing out or can be lashing mm-hmm. out by saying things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, there's the, there's all kinds of things that we can bring up that exposes immaturity. Uh, are you a different person Monday through Saturday than mm-hmm. you are on Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 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 a big red flag there, you know. Yeah. Uh, are there a group of people that you're talking with and communicating, relating with, that you do so in a much different manner than mm-hmm. you do your Christian church family? Mm-hmm. Um, if that's true, then that's, that's an indication of immaturity and there's an area of growth, you know. Mm-hmm. Immaturity can be exposed in many ways, even with change. When change comes, I know that I don't respond well to change, and change can expose immaturity. Change can expose areas of immaturity. That's a great point. You know, things like uh, when it comes to preferences, Mm. especially church, you know, you hear it all the time, and it's, you know, the carpeting or the chairs or whatever. They're not what I like or, you know, 
is that really important? Is that really worth challenging a brother and sister on? Or is that something you should just let go? Yeah. I think maturity allows you to let something like that go. Yeah. Um, uh, or, you know, uh, the other thing that can expose immaturity is how do you deal with an offense? Mm. Um, um, you know, do you do you automatically think that the other person's motive were wrong? Or mm. do you go and you talk to your brother? We had a, we had this moment personally. Mm-hmm. We'll just go. We'll get real. Yeah. You know, real, yeah. We, we had this moment where, where yeah. Lentrell overheard something. And instead of letting it something fester, he came directly to me immediately. And you know what? I, I would say our relationship's even stronger than before. Yeah. So, you know, that's a sign of maturity. Mm-hmm. Immaturity would say, you know what? I, I, I think I heard this and I'm going to, I'm just going to stew on it. I'm going to assume the worst mm-hmm. possible motivation yeah. and it's just going to build up and well up inside of me and it's yeah. going to, it's going to break trust and everything else. Yeah. Maturity says, you know what? I don't like what I think my brother just said, so I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge him on it. I'm gonna ask him about it yeah. and have that conversation. And that's that's good and that's mature and that's yeah. how we ought to be acting as brothers in Christ, you know. Yeah. So that's not the only area that I think we can look into and, and just see more because the Corinthians Paul also exposes their pride in yeah, chapter sure. four. And I really think this is something that you can speak into just where Paul exposes their pride and the pride of the church and, and how even, you know, uses this sarcasm, but really exposes the pride. Of yeah, it. Paul uses sarcasm here like he is pulling no punches hmm. at all uh, as he exposes the pride in the church of the people of Corinth. You know, already you have all you were talking to the church in Corinth. And again, remember he, he's, ri- he's not ridiculing, but he's a, he's, he's, he's bringing out how mm-hmm. immature that they are. And some of the, with the, some of the things they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So it's in that context. He's already, you have all you want already. You have become rich without us. You have become Kings. He's saying, you know, listen, at, without leaders, you think you guys mm-hmm. have got it going on. You've mm-hmm. got it figured out. You don't need any other information. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're kings. And, oh, if you were kings, so we could reign with you. Yeah. This isn't Paul saying, yay, you're kings. No, yeah. this is Paul saying, you guys, you need you need a little bit of a humble pill right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've parented a teenager, you know, as yeah. you get to those years of... Um, I, they know everything. You can't mm-hmm. teach anybody, you know, anything because they've already got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on in Corinth here, and Paul's mm-hmm. bringing it out. Like, listen, you guys don't really know. Yeah. And uh, he he, comes, he continues on, and uh, uh, where is the text here? Um, verse twelve. You know, and, and talking about, or I'm sorry. Uh, I'll start back up here, verse ten, where he's talking about um, uh, him himself, Apollos, and Cephas, and mm-hmm. leaders in the church. Mm-hmm. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. Uh, we are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor. We in disrepute. Uh, 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 to the present hour, we hunger and thirst, and poorly dressed, and buffeted, and homeless. Uh, here, you, you know, you brought up well here the the minister how we're called to a life mm-hmm. of suffering, which is a hundred percent accurate you know we are called to to suffer in a lot of ways as we follow christ we're told to you know pick up our cross and follow him mm-hmm. uh there's another out there's another angle on this thing too though is yeah. paul's not saying you know hey we are called to suffer and that's okay it, it's also a challenge to that church of corinth like listen you guys you guys are making sure you're you've got things mm-hmm. that are you're good you got food in your belly you've got a home you've got you know all those things your needs are all being met mm-hmm. and you're just allowing us to kind of waste uh, wow. by the wayside and that's not okay so yeah. he, he's bringing up challenge and 
there's portions in First Corinthians here where I've heard people actually argue for uh, not paying pastors or you know mm-hmm. making them have two jobs. Because but you have to remember Paul's tone here, Paul's reason here is bringing about a challenge for a, something that the church is doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, this is an area where we're not really having to experience it, Brian. Like this mm-hmm. is we, we keep bringing this up in some of our conversations and yeah. even in the pulpit, like. Uh, a lot of these areas that were that that are being dealt with in, across the globe in mm-hmm. the church, Brian's getting right, you mm-hmm. know, and tra- taking care of people and all those things. But it's still it's back to the on guard. Yeah, be on guard. Yeah, be on guard. And I love that <clears throat> Paul clo- he ends this chapter with really trying to keep his foot in the door in the hearts of yeah. the Corinthians. Yeah. He says <clears throat> in chapter four, verses fourteen to seventeen. I did not write these things to you to make you ashamed, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ through the gospel. I urge you then, be imitators of me. And so Paul is expressing his love to the Corinthians and his care for them because he has more correction to come. Oh, yeah. But he wants to keep his foot in the door. He doesn't want them to close the door of their hearts to him. He wants them to continue to receive his instructions and uh, his correction. So I think that that's very important to to see as well. And then he tells them, how do you want me to come? In a spirit of gentleness or, you know, with my switch in my hand, you know, give you a... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's good, man, and uh, it's a good point. We're still kind of in the portion of the letter mm-hmm. where Paul is addressing things he had heard about going mm-hmm. on in the church, and like you said, next week's sermon, he's dealing with with a big one, yeah. um, with lots of implications. You know, yeah. there's something that was going on in the church that mm-hmm. was left unchecked and just mm-hmm. festered and grew and had to be dealt with. So, mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to bringing that out next yeah. week. But you know, again, he's kind of he's sharing a little bit of his motivation for the correction here. Is like, listen. This is coming from love, like a fatherly love. You know, I built a foundation here through mm-hmm. Christ. Um, uh, uh, gave you, you know, the gospel came and presented the gospel to you, and mm-hmm. and you're straying in some ways. So, in a loving, mm-hmm. fatherly way, I'm I'm about to bring some more correction. Yeah, yeah. And so you have to stay tuned to more to receive more. You have to stay tuned for more <laughs> to receive more, where there will be more for your more. Yeah. More for the more. More for the more. You all right, man? Yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's it for today. Any questions again, uh, make sure you address them to lapston <laughs> at bereanfamily.com. Any complaints, lapston <laughs> at bereanfamily.com. Have, have a blessed rest of the day, rest of the week. Look forward to seeing you this next weekend for Chapter 5 and more. Good job, bro. Good job, guys. Uh, We're going to actually make you edit today. (laughs) Yeah, what was I going to say? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Paul Paul here pulls zero punches. You guys all right? What did I miss? No, I just kept saying expose, expose, expose. Are you done now? exposes the pride in the church of the people of. <laughs> <laughs>